Hello, 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 gorgeous women. It's Beck here, and welcome to the Women Who Can. This podcast is all about helping you step into your friggin' superstarness, getting you visible online, creating that unstoppable confidence, and digging a little bit deeper with the inner work so you basically just rock every goddamn day of your life. I am a visibility strategist and confidence coach, empowering female entrepreneurs to become visible and confident online. And I can't wait to dive into today's episode with you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Women Who Can. I hope you're well and a very, very happy new year. I cannot believe we are in 2021. Crikey, how quick 2020 went. All that happened, all that went on, I we made it. We made it through. And in January, and honestly, I can honestly say it feels like Christmas never happened. <laughs> it went that quick. Um, but lots of rest time, lots of relaxation, slightly. And I hope you did too, had a bit of time away from work or the business that you're running and just spent some real good quality time. And that's actually what I want to speak about today. Now, I had a lot of podcast titles and um, things that I want to speak about and they will be coming up. Lots of things about judgment and getting yourself on camera, being visible in your business. But actually, I felt really called to talk about this today. And I'm going to be talking about my word of the year. Now, it's been such a bit of a buzz on Instagram the last few weeks, well, the last week or so of what is your word for the year? And I've seen a lot of of those questions on Instagram stories. And I definitely did one too, because I love knowing what people's words were and are. Um, And my word for last year was fearless. And I can honestly say from reflection, and I very rarely sit down and reflect, even though I tell my clients to do it all the time, remember, um, we I do try and practice what I preach. But after sitting down and really reflecting on my year last year, my 2020, wow, like I achieved some really fearless things. So I'm really glad that I played into that word. And actually, it was a really nice reminder throughout the year. Now, within being fearless, I managed to absolutely forget about myself and my health. And that's what I want to talk about today because I think it's so important. And it's actually going to be quite a vulnerable episode. I have no notes on this. I haven't planned it. I literally have just got in from buying prawns and spaghetti for dinner. And I've sat down and I'm speaking to you right now. Because I want to talk about my word and my word is self. And you know what? When I said that my word was self, I felt guilty. (laughs) How stupid is that? I felt guilty that I chose a word that was to do with me, you know, rather than fearless or driven or, um, oh God, there's so many other words, you know, grateful or whatever that is. I chose self and even writing that down felt strange for me because I am very, very, very good at putting everyone else before myself. And I think it's a really beautiful um, trait of mine, like I really do, but it's be- it's come at a price this year, last year. <laughs> I still can't get used to saying it. So yeah, 
first of all, I want to know what's your word for this year? Have you got a word for this year? And I'll talk to you a little bit about how I am playing into that word and how you can choose your word if you haven't already and then really follow that word through the year because I think it's so nice to rather having all of these mammoth goals that we want to achieve and setting those New Year's resolutions that just fall off the truck like second week into January or four days into January or six days into January uh, if you're listening to when I put this out but actually it's really nice to have that word as a focus and then the small achievable tasks come from that word. Now the reason why my word is self like I've said is that I did not care for myself last year and in many many ways you know both my body, my health, my fitness, my exercise, my food, my mind actually like if I'm really brutally honest with myself I did and helped a lot of clients, over over 50 clients last year. And I helped them all with their mindset. Did I turn around and look at me? I did not. So actually, it kind of came to a head over Christmas. And I have had permission to say this, but my mom found out that she was diabetic over Christmas. And um, it really it really hit me hard because I was like, you know what? If we don't look after ourselves, and she won't mind me saying this because she, you know, you're a lot like your mum, aren't you? <laughs> well, I definitely am. Um, and, you know, she is very, very hardworking and puts everyone else before her, always has. Very rarely looks after her health, what she puts in her mouth, um, drinking water, you know, even going for a walk was the last thing on her list. And now it's got to that point where it's hit the pinnacle and actually something quite significant has happened for her to go, oh crap, I have to now do something about it. And it shocked me and I actually found out on Christmas Day and bless her, I know she tried to tell me in the nicest of ways. Um, She found out on Christmas Eve and... Um, I was obviously asleep when she when she found out so she told me in the morning but it was one of those moments where I was like Beck this cannot carry on the way it is because whether it's diabetes or something you know something else that's going to happen to you too if you carry on behaving like you're behaving and a lot of the time you know it's priorities it's self-sabotage it's putting everyone else's needs before you and that's okay sometimes, but we I have to be very aware that I do that in order for me to change. And I've always been aware, like I'm I'm very aware of my self-sabotage behaviors because that's what I teach as, you know, I do that for a job. I do that with my clients. I'm telling them um, how to get through those self-sabotage moments and I can see myself doing it. I just don't turn it around quick enough to make that change for myself. And this isn't necessarily with my mindset. This is me going to the gym or eating healthy and I just got some really, really bad habits last year. You know what? Before I moved to Australia, I was at the gym probably five or six times a week, loved exercising because, and I'll tell you why, it was my priority. So my, my all of my podcasts, if you went on my podcast list, it was all health and fitness. If you went on my Instagram, it was all health and fitness. So it was a big part of my life. The books I read was health and fitness. 
everything was health and fitness. But actually, when I moved to Australia and I started my business, that all changed because then my business became my my top priority and still is my top priority. You know, if you look at my podcast list now, it's all business. If you look at my bookshelf, it's all business. Everything I think about, everyone on my Instagram feed is all to do with business. So my priority switched, but I didn't keep health there as a priority too, because I can have both. Um, And this is the story that I was telling myself last year is that I can either have my health or I can have my business but I can't have both. And actually, that's just a bullshit story that I told myself during the year. And when it hit me in the face in December, pretty much when my mom told me the news, I was like, this has to change. So the reason why I wanted to be vulnerable with you this year, this year, (laughs) on this podcast, I'll be vulnerable with you all year. Um, But the reason why I wanted to be vulnerable on this podcast is because mindset work, ladies, it's an ongoing process. I have a master's in NLP, hypnosis, I do coaching as a living, and I still have to put in the work. I still have to call my own stories out as bullshit. I still have to do and think and change the way I do things. So actually, when you get to that point where you go, wow, enough is enough, and that's the way, that's the reason or the way that you see that change, then we can do something about it. So the things that I've put into place since then, and the one thing that I've really wanted to do this year going forwards, is to really look after my mind as much as I look after my clients. Now, I freaking love my clients to bits. I, they are my everything, you know, you can hear in my voice how much I love them because I love working with them. I love seeing the changes. I love having messages come through going, oh my God, Beck, I've literally just done this today and I would not have done this that many months ago or a year ago. And to see that change in them is so powerful. But because I put all my energy into that, I don't give myself any energy. Now, what was happening is because my my partner, Dan, he's a carpenter, he goes to work at 20 to 6. So we are up at half past 5 every single day. So I was getting up at half past 5 straight in the office and because I have clients all over the world, I have clients in the UK, in the US, some in Thailand, you know, I I work very different hours with my with my coaching calls. So I would get up at maybe half past five and have my first coaching call at six, which is okay. I don't mind because I bloody love it. But actually it was not allowing me that space to have for myself. And even with the time difference, you know, I only have an allotted amount of time to speak to people at home. So usually that is right in the morning or right in the evening. So I was waking up and my brain was switching straight on. So I was straight on social media, straight on the scroll, straight talking to people from um, England, answering all the DMs that have come through. You know, I would wake up with 20 plus DMs every time because England had had their day and I had been asleep. So it was very... Um, it was very a, a very dramatic morning if I really think about it. You know, everything was going and I'd actually stop and take a breath at about 10 a.m. Now, I don't want to start my day like this because it it just makes you 
have the rest of your day like that. You know, you have to put yourself in that that good mindset to start. So I'm now on day six of my beautiful morning routine and I'm not being strict with it. I'm not being like, you have to do this. You must do this. You know what? I'm really bloody enjoying it. And I get up and I use my smudgy sage wand, clear the air, clear the space. I journal. I don't even put an amount of time on that I journal. And you know what? I don't even give myself a journal prompt. I just put pen to paper and just let myself write. And I know a lot of people go, but how do you do that? Honestly, put pen to paper and just start writing. And it's just been so amazing to dive into that because yes, I've journaled through the year, but not with that free flow and enjoyment. You know, I've done journaling because... I needed to, or I felt like I had to. Whereas now it's like, wow, this is so magical to start my morning. Then I pull a card. And what I actually want to do is I want to pull a card every day, um, hopefully for the rest of the year, but I'm not going to put that pressure on myself. I'm just doing till January for now. And I'm documenting what card I get, what message I get, what's going on in the day and how it suits to that message. And I don't know whether you saw my Instagram post Um but I really want to tap into my spiritual side a little bit more this year because that has been screaming at me the whole of last year to be a bit more spiritual or tap into the universe and how it can help me. I feel very connected to that, Um, but I've just been scared to say it. Hey, how about that from a confidence coach? But so these are a couple of things that I've been doing and that allows me to tap into self. So I've been setting some incredible boundaries and even boundaries with the people that I love the most. You know, if I know that I've promised that myself that I'm going to do yoga that day, then I'm going to do yoga. I turn my phone off. I say, hey, I'll be back in 45 minutes. So I'll see you then and leaving it be and just letting myself have that time. You know, today I went to the gym and made sure that I did. Even though I wasn't feeling great, I still went to move my body so I can feel. And you know what? I felt bloody fantastic when I walked out of there. So all of these things are part of my self journey this year. And you know what? And I always used to say this, the more we look after ourselves, the more we can serve others as well. Because if we're not looking after ourselves and we're coming from like this 20%, which I pretty much was, I'm going to say from October, you know, I was I was really worn out. I was really tired. I was getting headaches all the time. My mindset was like a roller coaster because I just wasn't putting myself first. And yes, I managed to keep going and I served my clients so amazingly. They had breakthroughs. You know, it was really good, but it wasn't my best. And I want to be at my best for my clients, for myself, for the people around me, for you listening to this podcast. I want to turn up and and be my best self so you can be your best self. You should see how much I'm using my hands right now. <laughs> I'm back on my TED talk. But actually, if we can come from 100% for ourselves, then I can serve from 100% and how much more amazing would that be? So 
that's my little story for today and I just felt called to share it because I know a lot of people put other people before them. You know, I've been a serial people pleaser my whole life and it's been something that I've been doing work on for now two years. Like we always say, the neural pathways, our brain is neuroplastic so we can change it, we can change the thoughts, we can change the neural pathways but some are more ingrained than others. You know, you might have I might have people pleased 4,999 times in my lifetime, probably more than that, I would hazard a guess at. Um, So I have to not people please or change that thought more than 4,999 times this year. So it's just that repetition. It's that matter of time. It's bringing it back to that word, that self, you know, is what I'm doing connecting to that word that I want to be that year, this year. So that's my journey last year, especially for my health and for myself, you know, I've set weight goals I have and I, you know, I worked a lot with weight loss um, and I don't say I want to lose weight. I, I say I want to release weight because when the, when the brain thinks it's losing something, it goes, oh, I don't want to lose anything. So if we release it, so that's a nice little tip if you're trying to lose weight too, um, release weight. I'm releasing this weight out into the air. Um, so I've got goals, I've got, I've set my goals, I've broke them down, I've really set small, small tasks, you know, I've got it planned out, but actually self is the key word for me and I'm going to carry on playing from that word for the rest of the year and that is my promise to myself it brings in that self-respect something that I talk about as part of the confidence piece you know we need to respect ourselves enough to do the things we say we are going to do you know have you done the things that you say that you wanted to do this week have you read those two chapters have you come off your phone at 8 p.m have you done your morning routine? Have you exercised? Have you walked? Have you done journaling? Have you meditated? Have you done the things that you say you're going to do? Because if you have, you are respecting yourself right now. And if you haven't, have a little question. Why aren't I respecting myself? Because if someone else asked you to do that, you probably would do it because you respect them. So they're just important, they're just as important as you. So really start to look into that self-respect. So with your word of the year, moving swiftly on, with your word of the year, I want you to just keep reminding yourself of it. And I love post-it notes. I always say it, you know, being visual, seeing visual cues is the best way for us to change you know, we we have all these great ideas, we write down all these goals and then we never look at them again. But actually, if you've got this word a few places and whether it's an alarm on your phone, whether it's next to your bedside table, just the word on a post-it note, you could put it on the dashboard in your car. There's lots of different places on the mirror when you brush your teeth. There's lots of different places that you can put it that just remind you every single day, what word am I playing from today? How can I look after my, you know, mine is self. So my questions would be, right, 
have I played from that today? Have I played from self today? Have I done something for myself today? So that becomes the word. Last year, my word was fearless. So it was right. Have I done something fearless today? Have I done something fearless this week? Have I played into that? Have I been fearless in my business, in my outreach with my clients? You know, what does that look like? So I think it's just this really powerful tool for you to use and I love that it's been quite a buzz over Instagram of what your what your word is going to be and I hope it carries on forevermore because I think it's really empowering you know what we don't even have to have a word a year we could have a word a month that could really you know if I get to January I'm like yes I am on this might take me a bit longer maybe I'll get I'll do it per quarter but you know I could change the word and next month could be determined that's the first word that come into my head. Next word could be determined. And then every morning I wake up and say, right, what can I do today to carry on that determination? So I hope you've taken something away from this podcast. And whether that's you going through what I went through last year and not prioritizing yourself, your health, your, you know, your health is your wealth. If we don't have our health, we don't, uh, I mean, we're not here, are we? <laughs> if we don't have our health, we die. So actually, when the going gets tough, we need to look at ourselves, call out those bullshit stories. They are just stories, you know, lack of time. It's just a story. Not being confident enough to go to the gym. It's just a story. All of these things start being generous and kind and nurturing, but calling yourself on it as well. Because if not, you get to the point where you have no option but to sort it out. We don't want to get to that point, you know. I don't I don't want to get to that point. And that was a big thing for me. Um, and definitely, you know, a big thing for lots of people when, they, you know, if and when they have got to that point, even burnout, you know, that's such a big thing. It takes you away from the business. You don't want that. So how can we start playing into that before that happens? So what is your word of the year? And I want you to share it with me. Send me a DM and tell me your word of the year and maybe one or two tasks that you're going to do this week to really tap into that word. Now, if you've enjoyed it, make sure you're sharing this as always. The more people that share, the more people get to see it, the more people listen. And that's all I want with this this podcast. You know, it's a complete passion project of mine. I love just talking on the microphone. I feel like I'm on stage talking to 100 people. Um, and it's, it's just a real passion. And if you've taken something away, then someone else might take something away as well that doesn't even know about it yet. So have the most beautiful day tap into your word and absolutely rock 2021. If you enjoyed today's episode or had that aha moment, please make sure to leave a review on iTunes and press that subscribe button. There's nothing quite like women empowering women and standing together as one. Now, if you want boosts of daily confidence, lots of pictures of my Grudel Finley, amazing tips around getting visible online or how we can work together, head over to my Instagram at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore for more. I can't wait to meet you and send me a quick DM to say hello. Sending you all the confidence in the world. Have the best day.